everybody. Happy Thursday. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Craig. As usual, what's not usual is we are live at the Ice Den in Scottsdale, and we're joined by a very, very special guest. It's Coyotes head coach, Andre Turingi. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Um, it's my pleasure. Awesome. Well, great to have you. It's our first time having you in person on the show, and it's a very special occasion. Mm-hmm. If oh, you're watching God. on YouTube, you might see the array of maple syrup in front of us. You like that little flourish right there? <laughs> like George Costanza, I'm a head model here. You oh like this? Oh, my God. No. 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 Okay. We I'll don't. stop talking. Um, can you? So this is your family's maple syrup? Yes. Can, can you is. explain a little bit about how this came to be? Because this has been a long time coming on yeah, this show. I'm excited about this. Uh, well, I, every year I bring maple syrup for the staff, the sports staff, and a little bit of everybody. We have a, a sugar shack in the South Shore Tourview here in Quebec. And uh, we, we make our own maple syrup, our, uh, our spread, our maple spread, our all toffee, oh. all those stuff. Oh, toffee. Oh. Maple toffee? Oh, okay. <laughs> and to be clear, you, you told us a couple things. First off, you said you make this for family, friends, and, and you made a special. <laughs> I said family, friends, and, and Craig. Craig. Literally, <laughs> Craig, you were none of those things, Craig. <laughs> clear Separate about that. category. Exactly. Make an exception. Uh, buddy. But also, you don't sell this. No, no. You're not like Bob, Mc- Bob McKenzie who's selling his margaritas. No. You don't sell your syrup. No, we... Uh, my sisters sell a few uh, few people around, like I said, friends or uh, people we know, but uh, not on the on the market or at the grocery store or whatever. That's uh, that's just for family, friend, and Craig. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep emphasizing that. We're gonna do a tasting here in a moment, but I, I want to get a little behind the scenes story. I'm a writer. I want to know. I want to know the deets here. How did this start? What's the process look like? How, do, how does this all work? The maple syrup. Yeah. It's, uh, the way all the process. Oh my God! It's basically <laughs> you have to. Uh, that now you ask me French word to say it in English. That, that I'll say struggle. it in French because it sounds better. <laughs> yeah, exactly for sure. But they, you basically you you set up your uh, your tube and everything to get the the product from the trees from the maple, and then you, you have you bring that at the sugar shack by the tube, and from there you boil it for a certain time. You have all the metrics, and when it's ready, it depends about if you want it clear or a little bit darker or what you want to do with it after if you do different stuff. But uh, okay. that's the way it is. I want to know, like in the cartoons, though, they just put a tube on a tree, and it no. goes in the bucket, and we go. It's not that easy. No. Huh? No. Yeah, you, you can have it in the bucket, but if you have thousands of those, <laughs> if you have spare time, you can come and collect it. You know? but <laughs> I, I think when you have a thousand uh, yeah, people, you need, you need a top. How long have you been doing this? Uh, all my life. That was my huh. grandfather's wow. land, so that's uh, I don't know any better. Andre, what makes a good syrup? Because <laughs> as I noted to you beforehand, <laughs> this, is, this is not that that trash right there is what my kids eat, uh, and I'm and hoping Sean. you can educate them right uh, now. What makes a good syrup? That's uh, first of all real maple. That that help. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's not. You mean? <laughs> no, that's uh, probably. You uh, mean corn syrup uh, is yeah, the first exa- ingredient? Exactly. That's. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's phone pole. That's uh, <laughs> that's where they took it from. You need a maple. That helped. Oh, when are we tasting it? Are we yeah, doing that before we talk hockey, or can I talk hockey I while you I get mean, it all set I, up? I don't know. The service in this place is not very good. Just well, saying. I'm gonna. <laughs> can I go talk hockey while you set it up? Yeah, we can talk. Okay, so we can talk hockey. Because we're, we're gonna talk. We're, I, I'm gonna jump into the hockey. Wait, wait, wait. I don't think a waiter's even come over we're yet. Gonna so do, we're gonna do. We're gonna do a taste test of your syrup. But before, can you? Set, can I talk hockey yeah, while you set that up? Yeah, because GM Bill Armstrong's made a lot of moves. Yeah. Over, over the last Absolutely. few weeks, and he took a big splash in free agency. We talk about Jason Zucker, Alex Kerfoot, Bukestead, and Stetcher are coming back. From the coaching side of it, how does that make you feel about the upcoming season? Fantastic. I think um, there, there's many layers to your question. There's the, the layers of player who played for us before uh, came came back. They didn't want to play for us. They had offer for elsewhere. They choose to play for us. So that makes us feel good as an organization about our environment, about wanting to play for us, wanting to play in our environment, for our ownership, in our town. So all of that, that's first layer. The second layer is other, like Zucker and like, um, like Kerfoot, th- did want to join our team for, for many reasons, for uh, an opportunity uh, as well, because they talk with our player and they want to be in that environment. Mm-hmm. So that makes us feel really good. The third thing is 
uh, we we spend money, we spend resources to improve the team. So you know we've been uh, rebuilding uh, a deep rebuild in the last two years, and now we're seeing we we want to progress. If you look at, around the league, the program we've been through a rebuild and successful successfully get out of it. They when it's not. Uh, from last position to yeah. playoff spot or championship. So mm. you need to, to, to grow and to move forward. And I think we're in position to that. Obviously, we are, have a lot of pride and we're really competitive. So we want to make uh, the push and play meaningful game and all of yeah. it. But at the same time, we don't want to put uh, a, a wrong pressure on ourselves. You know, we we want to make a, a step forward. Uh, we need to keep building and having consistency different stuff but all all the move has been done and as well i need to add that if the trade for jersey is huge mm-hmm. as well because uh so far in the last two years we were trading player to get those picks now it's a move in the other direction so that really showed what bill and the management have in mind and really say okay now we we, we got all those assets we it's well documented we we we, we have a lot of picks and all of it. Now we're trying to to turn the ship and start our way in the other direction, and uh, that's uh, for coaches and players. That's music to our ear for sure. All right, let's pause for a moment while Shane delivers the waffles. <laughs> and I, I need to. Uh, it's a qualifier on my waffle. I made Belgian waffles this morning, but I made them at seven o'clock, and it's hard to keep them fresh. And so, <laughs> you know, my bad. Pete's yeah. like, oh my I'm bad god, like you don't know. like the Belgian waffle, okay? I know, but. I'll eat that too. <laughs> so, Barrett, though, you talk about those players, hilarious. and you talk about taking that next step. Do you want so, when you go into training camp, do you set the bar as a season goal, saying, "Hey, this team is a playoff team," or do you? Do, how do you evaluate what you're going to as you walk into the season? No, I will stay away from that as much as possible because the, the, the reason for me is that's that's a, a result. Yeah. How do you control the result? You yeah. don't. You don't. So we need to keep focusing on what we control. So our performance, our focus, our execution, our commitment, our effort. So that all of those are plenty of things to focus on. We don't need to focus <clears> on. We need that number of points. We need that number of wins. We need to beat that team. That team. We need. No, no, no. No. We, what we need to do, we need, need to Part take of the care process. of our business and. And making sure that our process is the right one, and we get better every day, and we focus on the right thing. And then, if we do all of all of it, we believe uh, we will play meaningful game at the end. But that that will be a battle. That's, yeah, and that's, that's you don't that's go into that one. in September, October, thinking that. No, that's, no, no. It's an uphill, uphill battle. That's that doesn't mean we cannot do it, but that means we need to be ready to fight. Bill, do you have? Bill. Wow, I just said Bill. Bill. Okay. No problem, oh, George. Bill. Hi, Andre. Nice to Thanks, meet you. George. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> He's so focused on the syrup, he literally can't think. Yep, that's it. That's Again, that's why I'm in print. <laughs> got a copy editor to correct that. Um, Andre, when you look at the players that have had, I know you need to get them in camp. You yep. need to get a look at them and how they fit before you have a sense of their rules. But big picture thoughts. Let's just run through a few of these guys. Sean Dursey, first of all, since you mentioned him. What, do, what are your thoughts on where he might fit with this team? Uh, he, well, obviously, he's an offensive defenseman. He will help our power play. Uh, he's a right-end defenseman. I want to give him the opportunity to play a t- top six role. Uh, but, it, it, you know, they, um, we have some stuff on the paper, but on paper, but it's tough to, to go public with that because that can last 24 hours. Right. And yeah. now mm. people say, oh, he said so. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I said so, but I did not see it first. So yeah. we need to... We need to do it on the ice. There, there's a lot of experience like that. You think that would be great. Mm. You know, last year, example, Columbus thought, go draw with Lining. That will be dynamite. They were not even playing together again. So yeah. you, you don't know until you touch the ice. And it makes sense. For me, when I think go draw Lining, that's, that would work. But last year, it did not work. That doesn't mean it won't work this year. And the same thing for us. Example, uh, Mo, if you, you take a thing at Mo. He was great with Strollman. When we moved him from Strollman, it was not as good. Last year, same thing. When we put him with, with Nemo, whoa, he was really good. He played his best hockey. When we put him with Stetch, he was really good. When we put him with other guys, well, he struggled a little bit more. Okay, mm. that was last year. Well, I don't know if this year when he will play, example, with Josh Brown, will have will not be a perfect fit. Because when I think about it, Brownie and him, it, it should work. Mm. Last year, it did not work. Mm. Why? What's the reason? I don't know. He's just that's the way it happened. So uh, we need we need to go through the training camp to make yeah. those experience and 
who knows what exactly will be the combination at the end. But we have a little bit of everything. Yeah. We like, we have flexibility throughout our lineup up front, so we can look at it and we, a lot of com combo can be made. Alex Kerfoot is a lot of people that I've talked to just talk about. First of all, his versatility. That's yeah. the, the word that comes up. Can play one through four, yeah. bounce around positions. I also hear coaches love him. Yeah. So I, I think about the potential relationship between yeah. you and Alex yeah. Kerfoot because he's a guy who's willing to do anything. Absolutely. And, and uh, honestly, that was a huge, uh, huge signing for us because uh, he's, the, he's the kind of the last straw, the la 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 last piece where make it really uh, that. The, the depth is different now with with, the, with the Alex in the lineup. Now, like you said, there's a lot of piece you can move right and left. Uh, if someone doesn't perform, we have some flexibility, which um, I think that will be really good, especially when we're on the road. We talk a lot about our record on the road. Uh, that will improve, I think, our matchup possibility. Um, I want to ask you, obviously, we're here at the Ice Den in Scottsdale. Um, because it, Coyotes Development Camp is going on this week. Uh, I know you're not you know, on the ice as much. It's more of the development staff, but you're still here. It's your third development camp. Is this roster this year the deepest and most impressive you've oh, yeah. seen in your time here? By far, by far. I, I, everywhere. At the dev camp, it would be the same. At the, the, the rookie tournament, it would be the same. At the, the training camp, yeah. we're... we're we got a lot of picks. When, remember when two years ago when I arrived, the draft before we had only three picks, and I think the first one was in the fourth round or something like that. Yeah. And go on and on from there. So so now we, Billy did a good job with his staff to 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 have a lot of young draft pick coming off the door, and that's exciting. And we'll see the result in the next couple of years. And like I said, the signing, and now we have our own young guys who start to knock at the door that's exciting how do you use development camp yourself when you're just watching from the glass like us they they tell us it's not an evaluation period obviously so what takeaways do you do you get from this camp uh, honestly you you won't like my answer maybe or people <laughs> won't like it but uh, not much of what's going on yeah. in the ice what what i take is when i talk to the coach who are in the ice and how's that student how's that effort who pay attention who repeat the same mistake who doesn't repeat the same mistake Who's on time? Who's not on time? Who's driven for information? That is what I think. The rest, oh, he made a great move. Okay, so we'll see when. In July. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, because in reality, those guys should not be at peak performance. They should not be good. They should be at the worst spot of their year because mm. they should be in the middle of their start of their, their, their training program and all of it. So they should not be. You should not want us here. They well, we should see something totally different in September, and that will be exciting to see the progression and all of it. But I like more learning about the player as a person than can he skate, turn right, turn left. That They have a lot of time to think that. So I, I had an opportunity to talk to some of these kids over the last few days, and it kind of to your point of, hey, I don't want to put this in paper, and I want to, you know, my lines and who's what spots are available. There's kids out here right now they're going to try to make this hockey team in the fall. And they're very serious about it. And, yeah. and do you go into it with preconceived notions in September, October, say, nah, this kid's going back to junior, or this kid's going back to college, or do you yeah. say, hey, let the kid prove me wrong? I, I'm, I always been, I, I've been GM for 15 years, so I, I learned, I'm always, always have an open mind. Uh, and, and it's the same for a new player. You know, we can talk here and we can say, okay, uh, Zucker is a, middle sex or is whatever well well let him prove me what he is he, yeah. will, he will tell me he will play i will look at him and maybe i will say he's a first line guy or maybe i will say he's a second line guy or maybe i will say he's a third line guy yeah i don't know well, he will tell me you know i know what i see when i when he played for pittsburgh or when he played for mini but he will have an opportunity and people who work with me will tell you i can go in the office and today and say whoa he wasn't good at all, and he's terrible with this, terrible with that, and whatever. And the next day, if if he was if he's good, I will not say, "Oh, I don't like him." Anymore. I will say, "Oh, he was good today. Maybe yesterday he had a bad day." So you always can prove me wrong. And it's the same thing with our player. You know, uh, you, you you look at uh, Boydy two years ago. Mm -hmm. He was a scratch player, and yeah. then he get in the lineup and he play well, play well. But you end up playing first line for I don't know 30, 40 games. So. 
if you do it, we'll give you your, what you earned. So, yeah, the player earns it. It's, you're not making the lineup. They're making the lineup. There, there's Two years ago, we had uh, Karel Vaj, Vaj yeah. at, the, at the dev camp. I think he, he played he pretty good. He did okay, good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gunter was there last year. Yeah. He made the team. So, I don't know if that will happen this year, but you just don't know. Doors open. One follow-up question before we taste the... Uh, Syrup and now my waffles has gotten cold, so I can make another. Were they warm before? They were warm, buddy. How were they warm before? Because <laughs> you had them on your engine. Come on, oh, Jesus. Try, trying. <laughs> I'm trying at least. <sighs> Did you have any pre-existing relationships with any of these guys that came? Obviously with Bukestad and Stetch, but with the new yeah. guys. Nope. Okay. No. I, so it's I know, really is a clean slate. Yeah, Just, I know. Uh, Kerf would know a lot of guys because um, I coach Morgan Riley, I coach Tyson Barry, I coach those guys who uh, Alex know, yeah. but. Me and I, uh, no. Okay. I, We're doing this finally? I, I think yeah. you got this right. Like, you're going to dip them like yeah, uh, French toast. Yeah, I think I'm going to dip it, too. All right. Silverware? Like, All right. Really? It's are, the moment hey, of buddy. truth. He might drink it You straight. know I'm bougie. So. Oh, I would. I'm, buddy, I'm starving. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's legit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why we're not comparing it to that because I won't do that. Oh. This is I feel like I'd just sip it right out of the uh, cup I here. Would. Oh my god! I remember when I took the shot. We, of we should the probably do that right just hand. to get the full sense. Are you taking a sip of your syrup? That is I'm Canadian. Gonna, I'm gonna take a sip. That's of this, Canadian uh, goodness right, right there. Here. Lee, I get the point. That is good. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna ask a hockey question while you're trying to eat too. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh it's the last god. thing I really want to know because you've got players like Zucker coming Seriously, in and Carfoot. And Bukestad coming back. And I, we know I like Nick Bukestad, and I thought he did an amazing job. Oh, did you know he's from job. Minnesota, by the way? From, but and on, and off, the ice, I don't know on and off the ice, I thought he was a really important player to what this team achieved last year. I really do. So I, I have to say that. Can we can we finally get past the point where we're talking about Mullet in a negative light? Like, you're talking about these are good players. These are NHL players that chose to come here. And can we look past the arena, you think? But I think that's my point is you can talk as much as you want in life, but proves in the pudding you know those guys came back yeah if it if it was like people from everywhere else who never been at mullet mm-hmm. says those guys will have not come back yeah. because they had option yeah so that's for me that's enough said yeah and you can't do anything about that anyway right you exactly. just exactly and the other thing is i said that to craig earlier today when we were talking you know it's not the size of your house is the happiness in the house Look at that! Wow. See, he's like, got all these. Like, you should just you should print t-shirts. Seriously, brick wall me. <laughs> like, literally, let's go. literally. No, but God. seriously, it's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Happiness is not. We say money doesn't make happiness. We say all those cliche, but it's true. You know, I said I had a discussion with Kels yesterday when we were talking, and I was I asked him at some point. I said, which player will have not liked to play in our environment next year? He said, none, nobody. Mm. Uh, that's that's. That's the best answer you can get. So from there, we need to keep winning game, improving the team, keep growing, uh, being hungry, and do all the right thing. And good thing will happen. All right, Andre Turney, thank you for we joining yes. for this segment. But I feel like before you go, and I just did it so I know that it's worth <laughs> are we, doing it. Are we toasting I think you should or toast <laughs> with the syrup because it's that good. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. Right there. <laughs> right there. Just, just a little sip oh of syrup. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, my God. Right? That is so. I'm not. You can literally yeah. drink it by itself. That is so good. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, oh, oh thanks, man. buddy. This, thanks, yeah. Thank Petey, you so Petey, it's a much. shame that you get the the can that's used already. That's okay. <laughs> it won't make it through the weekend. Tough break for you, Andre. Thanks, man. Thank appreciate you so it. much You're, for your time. Thanks, we really Andre. appreciate it. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep going with the syrup though. <laughs> as we get ready to bring in our next guest, I'm gonna tell you all about BetMGM. Um, tomorrow is the last day to log into BetMGM to claim your free bet. Every Friday you log into BetMGM, get your bonus bet on the house. Um, and if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, make sure you use the code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan.
All right, and we actually have a new partner in the house. We do? Yep, you guys should be stoked about this one. Oh, we're getting um, some stuff. It's Bird Dogs. I'm really excited about this. Bird Dogs, amazing, mm. amazing shorts. Um, mm. They got stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg. Um, just awesome. It's, ba- <laughs> just it's, it's, it's basically, it's basically <laughs> Lululemon, but better. And you guys know. That Do they have old man shorts? Yeah, I was going to say, perfect <laughs> for the old fat guys. Yep. Oh, man. Um, so everybody, Can't make wait. sure you check out Bird Dogs. We're super excited about this partnership. You can go to birddogs.com slash phnx or enter promo code phnx for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. I mean, amazing. That's birddogs.com slash phnx. Or promo code PHNX for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. Well, we told you we had a jam-packed show today, and we were not lying about that because we are excited to welcome in our next special guest. Um, again, first time in person on the show. Wow. Dylan Gunther. Dylan. At, the service here oh, is pretty good, isn't God, it? Oh, my God. Just got a, a, deliver, right. a waffle delivery. Yeah, waffle seriously. delivery. That um, syrup's fire. <laughs> welcome way. to the show, Dylan. Thanks for joining us. Dylan, I'm going to get you some of Andre's homemade family syrup here. <laughs> hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah, we are, yeah. okay, I can't can hear, hear myself. Us? I can't can, hear myself. Can you oh. now? Do you hear us? Uh, yeah, it's good now. Okay, yeah. okay oh. cool. <laughs> Perfect. All right, buddy. I'm, I'm sending down... Uh, some syrup for you so well before, we're just dipping while but. craig's uh pouring your syrup you're here at development camp you were here last season obviously what's it been like uh this year it's it's kind of hot out there so <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one but what's it been like this week yeah it's been awesome it's always nice to uh be out here and see the new faces and also see uh some familiar faces so we're having a lot of fun uh you know there's obviously so much information here that we're all taking in so it's uh, great to be a part of have you received the can of Andre Turini's maple syrup yet because he told us seriously the damn syrup they're like I'm selling it you could you could literally drink this out of the cup good lord I have not not, so so what he told us earlier is it's for friends family and me because I'm in a special category apparently or probably like an exception all right, we it's need, good stuff. We need your uh, yeah. we need your review right yeah. now. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah, I well, mean, what Canadians. Is, what has talk. happened to my I, life? I appreciate the I have the, the balance of I, Canadians to Americans. Yeah, we're bringing Petey in the show. He'll bring us some uh, some hockey knowledge. And, <laughs> don't buddy. judge the uh, the Belgian waffles because <sighs> they've been sitting for four hours. Okay, just judge the. <laughs> no, syrup. it's actually unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, I didn't know he did that. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that's really? pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. And you're Canadian, so you know good maple syrup when you see it. Can we talk yeah. hockey now? Yeah, go ahead. I guess. You go for it, Petey. You, 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 you got to go to the Memorial Cup last year. And we talked about the year before oh, and your Petey. injury in the Memorial Cup two years ago. And this year, you got to go through it as a player and a little different experience as a player. What was that experience like this year when you're actually contributing and being a, a part to, on the ice? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's different. Obviously, it's a different kind of style of hockey. It's, uh, it's a tournament after you've been playing a series. But, uh, you know, it's good to be a part of that. I think it's different. And... Uh, you know, ups and downs, obviously, and, uh, you know, we, we don't win there, but I think I can still learn a lot uh, from that experience. Yeah, you and I talked when you went back, and it's kind of what everybody wants to hear from their prospects when they get sent back to the WHL. They're not happy about it. They're pissed off, but they're going to make the most of that situation. So when you and I talked, it was a little bit of a shock to you, but you vowed to make the most of the experience. What did you gain from it now, having gone through it all? Yeah, I think... Uh, you know, having both uh, kind of seasons in one, I mean, it helps you a lot. You learn kind of what you need to do and what you have to uh, be better at, and then you get a chance to go back down and, uh, you know, in a different setting where you can maybe implement uh, some of those skills a little bit more. So it's, uh, you know, wherever I am, wherever I'm playing, I'm always trying to uh, improve every day. So I guess it was really no different when I went back there. I know you didn't play in the first one because of the injury, but you thought about how just how rare it is that you got to go to back-to-back Memorial Cups. I mean, most Canadian players are just dying for one opportunity in their lifetime while they're in the juniors. Yeah, it's honestly pretty crazy. I, I mean, I've been pretty fortunate. I've been a part of really good teams and really good uh, junior teams. And, you know, a lot of guys don't even go on a deep playoff run, really good right. players throughout their career. And I, you know, won twice. So, uh, you know, it's pretty cool and, uh, you know, something I'll probably look back on and be pretty proud of later in my career. Um, all right, we got to ask you. This is the the hard hitting questions. So, and, and by the way, Dylan was talking a little smack about well, this yesterday. Yeah, so let, let's bring up, let's be very open on this show. So, Logan Cooley's throwing out the first pitch yeah. tonight at the D-backs game. What do you remember about your first pitch experience? You got to do the same, right? Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I remember guys telling me, you know, throw it hard, throw it with some heat, and then you get up there and you're like, oh, this is pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> probably not getting to uh, throw it too hard. So, I mean, I, I got it in there. Uh, didn't make it on the sports center or whatnot. So, but no, no. So, it's a cool experience. And, uh, yeah, something I never thought I'd be able to do. So. How, did, how did you even prepare for it? You don't really. <laughs> yeah. You don't up. warm up or anything. You just show up and throw it. I didn't throw a ba- I never played baseball as a kid. So uh, and, and cool, he's got like, buddy. He's been talking a lot of smack for a kid that didn't play hardball. Like, <laughs> buddy, we'll see. It's harder than it looks. So Did we'll you give see. him any tips or letting no. him go in blind? No, let him go in blind. Uh, <laughs> Just like I, I know Geeks is itching. He wants to go chuck when he played baseball, and he's telling yeah. me how hard he's gonna throw it. So, yeah. uh, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I know you're used to performing in front of huge audiences, so maybe that part of it. But like you said, you've never thrown a baseball before, <laughs> and suddenly here you are on a, a, a MLB pitching mound, and you got to deliver the goods. Like, because if you like one hop it, or if you throw yeah, it to the screen, everybody's yeah. screwed. Then you will be on Sports Center. Yeah, yeah but keep not- it, uh, <laughs> keep it in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, the goal for you, obviously, this year is to make the NHL roster. What are you doing this summer to make that a reality in the fall? Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, being up there, I think you know how good all the players are. They're they're bigger and stronger, but, uh, you know, they're all really smart. So I think uh, just making sure that uh, I do whatever I can off the ice to uh, prepare on the ice. And uh, strength, obviously, a big part of that. But I think also uh, just, you know, improving on what I'm good at, you know, I, I uh, I think goal scoring is kind of something that's got me thus far. And, you know, uh, my shooting in tight and making sure that I'm bearing down on my chances, I think that's something that's kind of going to push me over the edge. And, uh, you know, scoring goals is something that's really hard to do uh, in the NHL. So that's uh, that's a big part of my game. One of the things when you went back to the WHL last year, this team, and we talked about it on our show often, is how this team failed to shoot the puck. I mean, we, we felt that we, we would scream at the TV, shoot the puck. That's one of the things that they need you in the lineup for. Could you provide that? How much time do you spend working on your shot? Yeah, so much time throughout my whole life. Uh, so much practice. I mean, you think about you go out for a practice, you shoot maybe, uh, you know, 40 or 50 pucks. You go out uh, in a team practice, you shoot maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 during the drills. So I'm off the ice, I don't know how many, maybe 250 pucks. Jeez, so really? I'm shooting like five times more. And then if what's, you do that. What's the setting? What does that look like? How are you practicing it away from scheduled practices? Yeah, so just off the ice uh, on the cement. Uh, really? At the gym I work out at back home, we have a really good group of players. And we pass pucks to each other, uh, different angles, different shots, bad passes, good passes. And huh. I think when you do that, you know, every day or, you know, three or four times a week, uh, you know, you're obviously going to get better over time. So that's kind of just what we've done. And even when I'm here uh, going over the ice ten and shooting, Shoot pucks. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun to do and it helps my game. What I don't get is we see a guy like Lawson Krause, and this is no no offense, but Lawson's a little bigger than you, yeah. right? Like he's a bigger, stronger guy, yet you, you shoot better. So it's not about, is it about technique? Is it about repetition? Like what makes you have the shot that you have? Yeah, I think technique, uh, had a shooting coach growing up, and then now there's so much video. You see the best guys shoot, and you just watch it, and then uh, you go and try to do it. So, like, Matthew's a local yeah, guy here. sneaky. He's got uh, the best shot and kind of how he pulls it in, and he uses his whole body. A lot of guys kind of just use their upper body to shoot it. But, I mean, if you can get, you know, everything into it in your trunk, it, uh, you know, you shoot it harder. Hmm. Lawson Krause is uh, calling it in the show right now. Sorry. I wanted to ask you, you know, I got a chance to meet your parents. I'm trying to remember. I think it was in Toronto. I can't even remember where I met them now. Um, but this is a family affair, and your brother experienced a special honor, so I wanted to give you a chance to talk about Nathan and what that meant to the entire family. Yeah, him getting drafted uh, to the Western League, it's crazy. He's five years younger than I am, and... Uh, you know, I know how proud we all were, and my parents were, and it feels like I'd just been drafted by Edmonton. Uh, but, you know, it's been five years now, so I'm excited for him to kind of go through that process. Who drafted him? Uh, Saskatoon Blades. Saskatoon Blades. There you go. Yeah, so Giddy it's up. about uh, five hours uh, east of the city. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit colder, Oof. but uh, I'm happy for him. He's improved a lot, and he's working really hard. You got so. a shout-out for him here? You got something you want to say directly to Nathan right now? Uh, he's actually doing uh, – He's at uh, a top 80 camp. It's like oh, an seriously? Alberta thing. So oh, awesome. uh, trying to make Team Alberta. So told her to just uh, give her bullets. Love so it. I tried to get some dirt on uh, Dylan Gunther's roommate, Cal Thomas, who, by the way, did you know he's from Minnesota? He's from Minnesota. He's playing for Minnesota. So 
Petey's from Minnesota. From when you hear about it at the time. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't give up the good. So I'm just curious what life is like off the ice for you guys here. First of all, it's, it's 115 degrees outside, so <laughs> you're probably not hanging out too much unless you're going in the pool. But what do you guys do away from the rink during development camp? Yeah, I think a lot of guys like to go out and uh, kind of experience the city. Like we went uh, mini golfing the other night. So just stuff like that, you know, getting a group together and uh, hanging out. I mean, it's important to translate to uh, on-ice stuff, but uh, I'm not going to lie, the camp's pretty tough, and yeah, there's a lot of skating, and it's, uh, you know, physically and mentally pretty demanding, so uh, pretty tired once we get back. You're in bed early? Yeah, bed just real early, by 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah. Early. Right 10 o'clock, buddy. early, buddy. <laughs> 10 o'clock's not early. Oh, well, PD and I go to bed at 8.30. 830. So. Oh, 830. so not really, but, but so this like camp, exaggerate. After this camp, what does the rest of your summer look like as you get ready for training camp? Yeah, I think just try to get better. I, I mean, uh, you know, after the season, took a week off, got back into the gym, and just, uh, you know, doing whatever I can to try to make this team, so... Uh, stay down here in the desert, get some repetitions with the, you know, the trainers here, the skill coaches here, the skating coaches, and then, uh, you know, go back home for a little bit, uh, continue to train there with the guys I, you know, have been training with for the last four or five years, and, and then uh, come back here ready to go. Dylan, I know you're zeroed in on your own path, but you, did you pay too much attention to the moves that the guy who's made this offseason? They've they made quite a few additions some guys have come back some new guys have arrived yeah absolutely i i mean obviously seeing that and i think it's pretty cool to have guys who uh you know came back who really had the choice to uh to go anywhere guys like buger and stetch i mean you know super guys uh really good people and uh two guys who uh you know were really good to me last season so i'm uh, looking forward to seeing them again awesome we gotta ask before we go and choose your answer carefully here we need a review of Andre Turini's special maple syrup here. Huh. Well, it's great. Uh, <laughs> right answer, by the way. What are you going to say? <laughs> you did a great job. Uh, <laughs> way to go, coach. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, that's kind of the only answer. But no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, maybe if uh, you could go me a can, that'd be, that'd Yeah, be well, you know, you, you could talk. I, I know a guy who makes it, so yeah. I mean, you could talk to him. Yeah. Supposedly, he gives it to friends, so, so I would think you're a friend now that you're on this team. So. Hopefully. Oh, man. Go ahead, Beauty. Sir. No, no, I'm just wondering what, how much Andre's paying you about the goddamn syrup. <laughs> know, he's like, a uncle. On the syrup. Oh, he said he doesn't even sell it, so I don't even oh, get why he's, he's out here touting Lord. it much. Oh, my Lord. There we Lord. go. Oh, Dylan. Well, thank you Buddy. so much uh, for stopping by our show. We really appreciate it. And best of luck this summer with your training, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. When, uh, oh, we will. When you're, he knows when you're back here uh, in, the fall, yeah, yeah. in the fall. We'll yeah. Absolutely. We'll be here to bother you again. Uh, so much for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Dylan. Dylan. Stop by. Seriously. Enjoy thanks the rest thanks. of your summer. Thank thanks you. so much. Thanks. All right. Well, we're getting ready to bring in our next guest. Um, but while we do that, um, development camp here, it's not just off-ice training or on-ice training. It's off-ice as well, kind of learning how to be a pro. And one of those things you need to do when you make the NHL you got to move into a place and furnish it. So for all these guys, I want to make sure they know to check out more furniture so they can save big on the best furniture in the Valley at morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R-Furniture.com. You can get that white glove delivery, which is the definitely the thing to do. No sweat. Um, you don't have to worry about a thing. They just deliver it, and it's great. So check out more furniture. Again, that's M-O-R-Furniture.com. Earlier today, PD and I were in the parking lot getting everything to bring onto the set, and both of us rocking our Shady Rays. Um, it, Who listen, didn't help there? Who was there not to help carry stuff in? Craig Morgan. Yeah, exactly. But he was talking to Bear probably about syrup Yeah, still, no problem that, getting the syrup here. That seems to be the theme. Yeah, who um, made the waffles too, buddy, <laughs> by the way? But, but yeah. Shady Rays, mm -hmm. um, we love Shady Rays, especially here in Arizona. Listen, it's sunny like 360 days of the year. So check out Shady Rays and exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. Well, the guests don't stop coming and we're going to welcome in our next guest. Lee Stepniak, again, first time in person. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Awesome. Did Lee, you know, before we get started, oh before Peter can even talk, this, are you not asking I got to cut him off. Syrup? It might be about the syrup. <laughs> 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 we talk about the syrup, we're walking off the goddamn show. <laughs> syrup. 
Can we talk about what high school he went to? Is well, that true? We, we can eventually, Petey. But, okay. you know, the, the entire purpose of this show is to display Andre Turney's homemade maple syrup. So he's going to have to try this at some point. And obviously he's going to have to give it a good review because it's Andre Turney's homemade Did you know Sean, Depaz, Sean DePaz, our producer, and, and you, went to, is it, they went to, you went to the same high school? You went to the same right. He can't talk because his microphone is not working here. But you guys went to the same high school. And he's been waiting for this in-person <laughs> moment for a very long time. So. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I probably was there a little bit earlier. A little bit before him, unfortunately. <laughs> you think? You guys can start on the questions. I'm yeah, but I'm watching you skate out there, buddy. It's like you're you're ready to go. Like you're I think you could still I see the salaries. I think you could make a comeback. No? Uh, I don't feel that way. It's, How are your uh, feet doing after four days of doing my camp? Sore. Yeah. I think my skates have uh they're the same ones I wore my last year playing and it's Uh-oh. <laughs> like all the cushioning is out yeah. up to the point now where they just hurt. <laughs> So you're you, tell us a little more, bit more about your role. This is kind of like <laughs> this is kind of like your Super Bowl, right? Like you're getting to see all of these guys. You go around during the season and travel and help these guys out, but now you're getting an opportunity to see all of these kids at one time. It's just kind of a culmination of all your efforts. Yeah, it's um, you know for us, we I think we approach it with it's a, a learning experience. It's here to teach, not an evaluation. Um, it's great to have everyone together. So we sort of approach it with like a, a culture building piece, a learning piece, and then. Just the relationship. So you get to know the players. Uh, like across the board, the guys that were here last year, the year before that, are so much more comfortable year over year. Um, you know, Logan Cooley jumps out, Julian Lutz. Like guys that are a little more, like, like shy or, or reserved, you know, they just, there's that rapport right away. It's like, hey, the smile, they're joking yeah. around. And, and that's a huge part of it because you need that relationship. So when you go to them and you have to have a little bit harder conversation about like, this is where your game's at. This is what you need. Like you have that equity with the relationship there where they, they know you care about them. And it's, uh, you know, it's for me, development's about the whole, the whole body, the whole person, the whole body. It's mine, the relationships and dealing with the emotions, the ups and downs. Cause, uh, it's a big part of it, and all that stuff affects the performance on the ice. Lee, it's hard to believe that you haven't even been on the job one year yet with how many times I've bothered you. <laughs> we've, we've talked a lot, but from this first year, which I, August August 29th, I think, is around your, your anniversary, one-year anniversary. What are your takeaways from your first year, and what lessons have you learned? Uh, I mean, there's been a lot. It's been it's been really rewarding. Uh, first of all, we've, we've built a great staff. We uh, you know gave Nathaniel Brooks a little bit bigger role with working with players and then brought in Jeff Shantz and Curtis Foster, and it's it's been great. Uh, we talk all the time. We sort of talk shop about different approaches to things, about the players, and then uh you know we've been able to incorporate Lars more to do, do skating work with the players Lars so yeah yeah so we've had like a, a really great approach where uh I think the players get a lot of touch points with different people uh we know them really well and uh I guess lessons learned I think is we're just constantly trying to refine it so you know some guys have said like hey we love the attention, but it's a little bit too much. And, you know, they have their own coaches. They have an agent at times and, and all that stuff. So you're you're trying to find what works for them and, and just different approaches. Like I was not a big text guy and, you know, video was done with the coach one-on-one and all of a sudden you can do that with Zoom or some guys respond better to clips. You catch, catch them after a game and send them a clip and, hey, what would you see? And it's sort of those quick hits at times are better than the, the dedicated, like, hey, we're going to meet for 45 minutes and, just finding out what what works best for each player and and what's most efficient for them. How do you, you you talked about the conversations you have with the staff, the conversations you the feedback you get from the players, and that's part of how you refine the process. But I don't know if you guys knew this, but Lee is a, an Ivy League guy, so I know, I'm buddy. guessing you do some some studying, some research as well to refine this process. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, you know, I like just sort of books for me, like you know, how you learn athletic movement, uh, how you learn sort of growth mindset, all those things I think go into to what are important to us and sort of how we approach it and just how to teach it to people, like how they learn, how they're responding to things. And then, uh, you know, I have friends in, around the league that, that, that are in similar roles or skills coaches or things like that, just sort of talking, uh, not specifics about players, but situations and clips and things like that, that are applicable to a lot of people. And I think the big thing we've done uh, that I've learned, I think I always knew it, but I have more of an appreciation for, is focusing on like the high-frequency events in games. So if you watch the ice sessions, it's it's a lot of things that happen 20, 30 times a game, but getting really good at those because those are the keys that unlock the rest of the stuff. So that 
that five foot puck race, how can you shift it to be a 50, 50 race that turns into a 55, 45 advantage for you. Mm. And then that unlocks for a player like Logan Cooley, more puck touches, more chances for him to do the things that make him special. So, all those things are sort of how we've built this development camp. When you look at development and the role that you're in now, you have to travel around North America and sometimes the world, and you have to invade other coaches' space. Like, how is that? Has that evolved where coaches are like, okay, yeah, come in? Or there's other times, hey, we got this. I'm the kid's coach. Um, most have been very welcoming. Uh, I think we've, we've taken a really good approach in terms of asking, you know, I'm very upfront and transparent, like, hey, this is his development plan. This is what we're going to work on. At the end of the day, you're his coach. Like He needs to perform well for you to get on the ice because if he's not making you happy and not playing, mm-hmm. he's not going to get better. And so I think that's a little bit disarming. And then the, that we're in it together. We want the same thing. Um, in the long run, if that guy plays better, he's going to help his team win. So uh, we, we're very careful not to put the, the player in the middle of anything where we're telling him a conflicting message. So we're very much on the same page. And... Um, I mean, I, I do believe like you're the, they're their coach. They see them every single day. They're gonna know, hey, he's you know he hasn't been smiling the last couple of days before we find out, and we rely on that relationship too because you get a lot of honest feedback. That um, typically the coach, you know, they have their best interest in heart and care about the person, so you get that feedback a lot quicker. So it's a partnership for sure. I got to go ahead. Sorry, I got to know. Like, there's so many prospects um, for the Coyotes, especially with all the draft picks um, this year, especially and and over the last few years. How do you keep track and tabs on all of these guys especially it's not just north america but it's pretty global yeah there's travel for sure um and then there's there's instat there's sport logic so there's ways to watch games uh so we watch a lot of games on video even if we're not traveling so you're always keeping tabs and um it's it's a lot a lot of time watching hockey <laughs> i watch way more hockey than i ever imagined now which uh which is great, but it's fun. It's uh, I give our, our scouting staff a ton of credit. They, they do a lot of research into the character and the background on the kids. And um, they're all they're all great kids. They're fun to work with. They're engaged. They're they're good people. And it's uh, it makes it a lot more rewarding. Very, very rarely do you have to sort of chase someone. A lot of times they're initiating like, hey, what would you see in this game? I had this play. Did you watch the game? What could I do? Can we do video? So it, it makes it easy that it's that part. Um, so it's fun. On Fridays, we often do something called Weekend Binge. Probably safe to say that you'd be a bad guest on that because... <laughs> it's just hot. Oh, what, you, what are you, you watching? Oh, I yeah. watch Locomotive and Torpedo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's one thing I want to talk about with it. Bill, we talk about Bill Armstrong, and he's created this culture of the scouting and development. And I, I've been around the league for a while, and, 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 and there were times where the development staff has kind of pushed to the side. That they're, It's an afterthought. Yeah, they're an afterthought. Yeah. Do you think that the atmosphere that Bill has created with the scouting and development, do you feel like you're a part of this process here in Arizona? I do, yeah, for sure. Um, and, and like, a, across, like, the, our departments, like, with Daryl Pandowski, Ryan Jankowski, like, we, we have a lot of communication. So uh, when I started, I was doing sort of the analytics liaison piece. So I was in a lot of those meetings, like Dylan Gunther's draft. I was in those meetings. So I sort of saw their process, how it worked, built up a relationship, and now – being, you know, in a little bit different department, I still have that relationship, but there's a, a lot of communication. Like the scouts have seen them, they know them. So there's like a natural evolution where they sort of hand them off to us, but they're still investing in the player. But, you know, they see them a lot too. Like they'll be at games where they're playing. So there's a lot of communication back and forth. So it doesn't feel at all like we're separated. And uh, I think it's beneficial for all of us because, you know, we can also watch some draft eligible guys that, Hey, what do you think? It's uh, you know, how's he look? And it's a little bit different view on it because we're seeing guys a little bit further along on mm-hmm. the path to being an NHL player. So it's been, uh, we certainly feel part of it. And we have a great relationship with a lot of open communication. You're comfortable in that analytics space too, right? As as we've talked, you're you're kind of a math guy too, which I'm definitely not. None of us are actually, but you're yeah, comfortable in that space. I am. Yeah. yeah. It's. Uh, I mean. It feel like it's constantly evolving and more and more to learn, but it's it's certainly something we use with the players. Uh, if they don't get it presented exactly to them, it's something that informs our message to them a lot. So it's a uh, it's a tool. It's you know it's not the be all end all, but it's certainly mm-hmm. an important tool that we use. So obviously, every most Coyotes fans know the first round names. You know the Logan Cooleys, the Dylan Gunthers, the Connor Geekies. But you know you're here out on the ice with all these guys watching their video throughout the season. 
Who are some guys that Coyotes fans should be excited about? Maybe some lesser known names. Um, Craig just spoke with John Ferguson Jr. And, and he said, you know, maybe Maximilian Zuber is a little bit ahead of schedule. So who's kind of on that that precipice of, of you know, either making the club or, or a year or two away? from making Use a Dartmouth word there. What? Precipice. Right. Oh. So in Dartmouth, he's today, like, yeah, I got to keep up. <laughs> Had that <laughs> in my SAT. Anyway. Nailed it. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, Max, for sure. Like he, uh, if you look where he came in a calendar year from being, uh, I think it was a sixth round pick to, you know, the world juniors in the summer to winning a DEL championship to play in the world championship. Like he's been signing a pro contract. He's had an unbelievable season. So, yeah. um, you know, he's a guy certainly that, that positioned himself in a good spot at rookie tournament and impressed and, you know, was challenged like, Hey, you have a good season a year from now, you're going to be in a spot where you're challenging. And, and he's done it. So uh, he's a guy certainly comes to mind. Uh, Sam Lipkin's another person I'm sure you're familiar with from, you know, the great year at Quinnipiac. But, you know, same thing. It's been two years where he's put in the work and he's he's very coachable. He likes video and he learns and he's just finds ways to constantly adapt to, to each level he gets to. Um, and then there's other guys that have just, you know, made strides and maybe not in the ideal situation like, like Cal Thomas played on a very good Minnesota team, but you see him out here now and it's across the board. It's like, wow, Cal looks you know, stronger. He's moving better. It just, you can tell there's growth in his game. And that's, that's a lot of it. Like across the board. Um, I can't think of anyone that, you know, you're sort of like, like he didn't like you wish he was doing more. I think everyone's looked really good. Um, you know, and then you just see, see the size on guys and how well they move. And it's, it's uh, it's it's really impressive. PD threw you that Minnesota bone, by the way. No, I know. You got it in there. We just want to make sure every yeah, guest yeah. mentions the state of hockey. <laughs> he had to do that card before you yeah. came on, right? So the state of hockey. Minnesota. I wanted to – we were talking about all the globe trotting that this staff does and keeping tabs on guys all over the world. How much of a challenge has Russia been recently? They're really challenging. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we haven't been there as a staff uh, the last two years, and it's it's hard. So we rely a lot on, on Zoom and, and video and stuff like that. And um, – you know, it's you rely on their engagement to an extent, just with the different language and uh, how much they do. But, but like Artem Duda, his English yeah. has improved tremendously, and you know he was here for a couple of days and a smile on his face. And it was just uh, you could tell like he's he's a very mature kid, um, and you see the talent and the ability. But, but just Oof. yeah, just like just he has you know sort of the hockey sense and the the dynamic skating that not a lot of players have. So you see that and then you, you meet them in person and you have this relationship and you know you connect with them over Zoom and talk and you see them in person and it's still there. Um, and he's he's uh, just like, you ask him, like, how, how are you doing? How do you like it? Is this different? He's like, I love it. He's like, it's <laughs> the coaching, the training's different. Like the drills are different. It's all new. So, you know, that part, um, it's challenging being there, but but it also gives you a chance to expose them to different things. So they're coming at it from a little bit different spot and they have different things they've learned and you can bring them and teach them new things as well. See, as long as we're on the topic of Duda, the NCAA clearinghouse permitting, he, the plan is to play at Maine this year. Um, and I know he went back to take some classes. What can be the benefit of that? I know you live fairly close to Maine as well. Uh, what, what's the benefit of him playing at Maine? Uh, they have a great coaching staff um, who do a really good job. Uh, and then... Hockey is going to be really good this year. Uh, you know, BC is going to be really strong with that whole top line from uh, the national team moving over there, and then Cutter Goche is still there, and then BU is going to be really good. And I think just the, you know, the the college schedule, the two games Friday, Saturday, it gets puck drops and it's chaos. Like it's pace, it's fast, it's it's coming at you. So you don't worry about the intensity as much. Where um, I think last year at times when he's playing in the MHL, he sort of played to his level a little bit. Like he could get away with it because he thinks it so well and skates so well that he never really had to like push himself out of the comfort zone. Then he would play a little bit at a higher level up and you'd, you'd see it. He could play there. So I think part of it is just those reps in that environment where it's big crowds, it's fast, everything's intense. And uh, the coaching staff, we talked to them too. It's the way they coach, the way they demand stuff. It's going to be forcing him to get up and down the ice and defend hard and all the things we want to focus on, he'll get there. You're going to drive or fly to Orno? Alfie was telling me now I can take a little puddle jumper from Boston to <laughs> but uh, Portland or uh, up farther. Up further. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Nice. Nice. Oh, it's, uh, it's nice to stay along that coast anyway. 
Um, Lee, um, I, I got to bring this up, and this is just to harass you as much as anything. Um, Mike Sillinger is the record for most teams played for in, in the NHL history. I think you're tied for second. Does, does this bother you? Does this make you happy? <laughs> I think uh, probably makes me happy. I did play with Mike Sillinger, though, so there's yes. an overlap there. So. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody played with Mike Sillinger. 911 games. That's nothing to joke about. Like That's a, that's a hell of a career, Lee. Oh, thank me. goodness you've no you yeah, yeah 911 uh, games and you had a quick stop here yep. glad you did no oh, thanks i loved it, it you're one uh, of the good ones yeah and and you remember those coyotes years those were there were some good years yeah those were really good years fun. it's yeah. been uh it's been a great part about being back it's a lot of the same people here yeah. i get to the video guy changed <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there and, and, <laughs> and the coaches but, but and the coaches but well, yeah stan around stan, and tony and tony jason, jason yeah, yeah. A lot of familiar awesome. faces. Jimmy O'Neill. Jimmy O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy will always be here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if the franchise will outlive, outlive Jimmy. <laughs> don't say that. Don't give him any fodder, Petey. Well, even uh, so, Larry Plo was the general manager yes. when I was drafted in St. Louis, and uh, Ferg, John Ferguson Jr., was uh, he was something there at the time I was drafted, and then left before I joined the organization. But like, if you'd have told me 20 years ago, I'd be like. Just talking hockey with Larry Plow and yeah. you know, just sitting around at the draft, I would be like, "There's no way." No way. And now it's like to see the other side sort of come full circle has been really cool. It's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. Lee, uh, last thing just before we let you go, because um, Andre's in my ear right now, wondering why you haven't tried the syrup yet. Just is there something? Oh is there something wrong? God. Just with tear it? it off and dip a piece in. <laughs> that. That's, don't use so, the silverware. Just dip it. It's so literally. Is, it's not that. It's this. This is literally his family recipe. They can it themselves. They don't it's sell it. It's not for retail. It's not for sale. It's his syrup. And I'm sorry, Mike. I, I know. I know. Mike. I gotta wants be to honest. The uh, the uh, Belgian waffles have sat for a while, so they've, they've gotten legit. Little, but the syrup itself. Is from Canada and he does legit. He told us how he makes it, so that's for real. Is this good? Is this exciting? Okay, it's good, Andre. Just letting you know. Yeah, he's in my ear. <laughs> it is this exciting with with this depth of players, this 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 many intriguing players on the ice. This is exciting now to see the future. For sure, it's uh, that was sort of part of the message to these players when we started camp. The the theme is foundation for the future, and it's uh, touches a couple levels of. You know, it's the beginning of their career. They're laying down the habits and the details in their game and the skills that are going to carry them. Uh, and truthfully, like this is the foundation for for the Coyotes. We're going to be winning. These guys are going to be playing important roles. And um, you know, did a little like challenge them. Like, you know, what do you bring to this team when we're winning? Like that no one else does. And you know, what's going to prevent you from getting there? And truthfully, you look around the room when we win. A lot of those guys are going to be really really big parts of it so it's it's really exciting and uh as bill said no pressure get these guys developed so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> lee as always great talking to yeah, you thanks. so many incredible insights that i've gained from you over over the past year so thanks for coming on the show for the first time live on, on the set yeah. no thanks for having thanks. me it was fun. thanks lee appreciate yeah. it all right as we get ready to wrap up here i'm gonna let everybody know about foco normally when we're in our commish studio all of the bobbleheads, all the decor you see behind us is courtesy of our friends at FOCO because they always have your back for Arizona sports. So get the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com. That's F-O-C-O.com and using code PHNX. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Um, I think 18 degrees opens in about five minutes. Petey said he owes us a Four Peaks beer. He's not paying attention right now. No, Petey but and Lee are sharing uh, stories right now or secrets. I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Petey make good on you his. Uh, you're buying us beers after it. 18 degrees. Sure, 18 I, degrees. I heard that too. And we're here at the the, the ice den. We talk about the ice den. Are you done doing your work? Uh, no, okay. I didn't have my headset on. I was talking. <laughs> I know. I said you weren't paying attention. Um, we're gonna go enjoy some Four Peaks. So you can check out at Four Peaks Brew. Or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. You can buy Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer, but also check out the A Street Pub. It's amazing. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Yeah, well, and I just want to say thank you to the Ice Den Scottsdale. Yeah. I know we've got the Ice yes. Den Chandler this, this for giving fun. us the space. It's awesome. unbelievable. By the way, it's hot outside. <laughs> and Marcy, who runs the show here at the Ice Den, wanted to remind me that it's 56 degrees. Oh, by the way. So and really a, comfortable right here, by the way. Yeah, from the lobby's great. If too. you need yeah. a break from the heat in the summer, they have open skating here that you can go around skate, try out the skate. Broom you ball. Can, broom ball. You can we learn, that to, last summer. learn so to skate here. They can learn to play hockey programs. They have men's league hockey programs. Anything you need to 
get out of the heat. It's just stop by the ice den. It's their 25th anniversary right now. Check it out at coyotesice.com for schedules and all the information and, you need. And open skates, um, which are really fun. Yes. Like, I, 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 let's go to an open skate. And they skate. have them in Chandler <laughs> and here. Yep. And check their schedule because they have them almost daily in the summer heat. It's coyotesice.com. And we are sitting in the Michael Hearn lobby, by the way. Nice. Michael Hearn was the assistant general manager of the Coyotes. Good man. Good man. Hired me. And uh, oh, a lot of what I'm doing here. Yeah, he was there then. And so I owe family affair. I owe a lot of things. Hockey too, right? Yep. And his yep. son is now the assistant GM in Minnesota. And and when um, the ownership changed, he decided to stay here at the Ice Den. And I owe a lot to Mike. So just want to say a big shout out to Mike O'Hearn and the Ice Den. We love it here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you to the Ice Den. This if I like I've been coming here since I was since I moved to Arizona. It feels like home. I sent a Snapchat to my friend earlier. She said, "Oh, the Altel Ice Den." Like, do you remember? Oh, what yeah. it was called? Oh, that's right. But yeah. that's like what it was when that I first is. started coming. When I first here. opened. Yeah. yeah. There's so many moments here. This is where my son learned to skate. Yeah. Um, I got this, a lot of This arena. Too. My office was right down the hall here. This arena meant a lot for me. I watched my son play a lot of hockey or learn to skate, play high school hockey, or won a state hockey championship in this building. You remember um, the old locker room setup? I loved it. So when they built this locker room, he set up here at the ice end. It was it was the standard in the National Hockey League. It was the best setup in the National Hockey League, and that's not a joke. Nope. Like it was true. under one roof. The business offices were upstairs. They had the weight room, the gym. It was fantastic. There was a smoking area outside for Nikki Hobby Hobby So, wow. <laughs> See why? Did, was there a syrup section too? <laughs> Can I say one more thing since I'm bitching at Craig Morgan? <laughs> Ah, here. I thought it was coming at the top of the show. Was, you didn't want but, to say it in front no, of because Andre. Andre was here. Here it is. So I don't know if people are aware, and, and we do some, we're involved in social media a little bit. Or is this not true? Like, it's part of our job. Yeah, it is. So there's a new one, and I'm sure a lot of people are aware that there is a new social media platform out there. It started yesterday. It's called Threads, right? Yep, it's called Threads. Threads. And Craig Morgan is what, like clearly one of the first people on Threads because that's what Craig does, right? Within two freaking hours of the thing being online, two Two hours, brand freaking new. He's bitching about it. Like he's complaining. Well, they better get this thing fixed. It's been online for two hours. Like, good Lord, let it breathe a little bit. And here's Bougie Craig. Well, they better get this thing fixed. Yeah, so that thing locked down. Locked down before you launch. Better work for me. <laughs> so just have your patience with threads, Craig. All right. Um, will, all right. I before suppose. we wrap up, we do have a couple super chats. I want to make sure we read. The first one is from John said, hi, um, hi, all bear. Go see GMBA and get a contract done four plus years. John, great timing because Craig has an article coming to gophnx.com. When? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Friday. On Andre, we're talking about? With the With, Andre yeah, Turney. Yep. Yeah. Coming tomorrow. Andre and I sat down and talked before the show. We talked at length and it was. Uh, Did you a, talk about that? About, future? The yeah, future. About the future. That's, oh, boy, howdy. That's I know what that's, the story is about. So, oh, yep, boy, howdy. That's coming tomorrow at some point. I know that's been. But can oh, we say something about it? Yeah. Here's the other problem with syrup, and you just dealt with it right now. Apparently, syrup is sticky. Oh, yeah. Enough I mean, said. But my hands. Yeah. It's not I can't my touch problem my because that's your anymore. can, buddy. Here but anyway. Hey, Petey. Yeah. That's your kid. Okay. Really, really looking one. forward to reading You're that, an Craig. Um, and Craig has an article today as well on Maverick Lamaru and the state of his development. That's and which is embedded. Petey's walking and talking with yes. Maverick Lamaru. So lots um, of Mav, unbelievable Mav Lam. Diehards only. So become a diehard to read that article. Becoming a diehard also gets you access to our Discord. By the way, welcome to all the new yeah. either diehards wow. and all the new that people. That's cool to see, who, huh? Yep. A lot of people have been in diehards awesome. and just joined the Discord. So welcome. We appreciate you awesome. all, tons of perks to becoming a diehard. Get 20% off merch. Get a free shirt or hat every year at sign up as well. Um, 20% off events. Lots of great stuff. And by the way, I want to get a, a shout out to CWP who was um, here. He just, here. Le- yeah, he just yeah. left, but he was here supporting us. So OG Charles, diehard. we really appreciate you and your support. Looking forward to Team Pack Therapy tomorrow at MGM for Knockout Nights Cornhole. Um, all right, our other super chat, uh, four ninety nine for Roaring Fork. Did Coach Bear tip his hand with that Keller comment? Kind of a thing a coach might ask a captain. We shall see. Huh. We shall see. We shall see is right. Um, but, Craig, I'm really looking forward to reading that article. He's just a quote machine there. He's, awesome. so he's, he's, he's awesome. amazing. It's a great interview, by the way. Yeah. yeah, you see why the players unreal. just respond so much to this guy. Yeah, he's yeah. unreal. He's unreal. So thank you again to the Ice Den. Thank you to Coach Turney, to Dylan Gunther, to Lee Stepniak, and the Coyotes PR staff um, for accommodating us here today. This has been a ton of fun. I don't think we've ever done anything like that. Maybe when we were in Tucson and we did the, mm-hmm. the rotating guests, but other than that, it's, it, it's been a while. So this has been a lot of fun. Been a minute. And to those of you in the chat, thank you so much. Be sure to 
hit the like button on this video before you leave the YouTube and be sure to hit the subscribe button on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live. We got a Friday fun episode coming for you tomorrow at 11 a.m. And as you've probably noticed, we're dropping a walking and talking every day this week. Another one's coming today. Walking and talking with Connor Geeky. All of those are on our PHNX Sports YouTube channel right now. So don't miss those. PD's been putting work out in the 115 degree heat yeah, in the parking lot. So uh, we appreciate all your hard work. You got used to it in Nashville, buddy. Yeah. Being geez. outside and sweating. Makes you appreciate the dry, not going to lie. Um, but <laughs> else. anything else before we close? Oh, I'm just happy. I think we should do this again. This was fun doing this from here today. And uh, also, did I mention Bats? Andre Turney makes his own syrup? Oh, is, boy. Is Bets going live? Yeah, so from... stay tuned on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, PHNX Bets Daily with Shane and Sean going live It's going here. live from here? Yep, just a few minutes. That's that is cool. awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So uh, Craig will be serving them maple syrup, I'm sure. Thanks uh, to the oh. D for, for weighted service, by yes, the way, today. So, yep. yep. Um, but everybody, you can follow us on Twitter because it's still around <laughs> at Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We are on threads, too, I guess. I have not posted on there yet. Yeah. But uh, the Discord is really the true place to yes. so become a diehard. That's what I think. And join the Discord. But again, thank you to everybody. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to the Ison. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, everybody. And we will see you all tomorrow. Oh.